Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from the temporary quarantine cabin in Timonia, Maryland. I am taping from a hotel room as I do shows in Baltimore this weekend. I'm having a blast. The first show was last night. Socially distanced, of course. But we're taping an episode because I'm so excited. Uh, her first time on the show. She's hilarious. She's wonderful. Marie Faustin, thank you for coming on. Ah, thank you. My light just went out and now I'm blue. We love it. We love it. Really? This, this just, I like, you got a good, it's a good look actually. Okay, well, thank you. Then I'll, I'll, I'll stay like this. It's very euphoria right now, right? It's like. Absolutely. There's a vibe. It's like sex, drugs, and teenagers in here. That's what it feels like. Marie, thank you for coming on. It is so good to have you. Uh, if you guys don't know, go follow Marie's Hilarious on Instagram at Reezy, on Twitter at Miss Reezy, and she has a podcast called The Unofficial Expert, which she co-hosts with Sydney Washington. Sydney's been on the show before. Um, yeah. and, and can you explain Unofficial Expert to the, to the people out there in podcast land? Of course. So it's a podcast where we talk to people who think they're experts at things you don't need skills for, right? Like, okay. what would you say that you're the unofficial expert in? Oh, charcuterie. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's... I've seen the reviews. <laughs> I'm the board lord, baby. You know, like, what it should look like. You know what it should, like, how much meat should be on it, the meat to cheese ratio. Right. Sure. Well, well, I always say, I'm like, I, I say it for this podcast especially. Like, I'm not an expert in anything. I It's, 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 it's kind of a, in the vein of what you're speaking is like, yeah. I'm not an expert in anything. I just have a loud opinion and I believe in the opinion fully and and, try, and a little bit of a wink and a nod. When I do the charcuterie, I have a defined point of view with all charcuterie. Like I, like I a rubric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I have, and I, I'm the only thing that offends me about people's charcuterie is when it feels like their goal was an Instagram like rather than the satisfaction of someone who would hypothetically be at their party. So that's, but I, I like where you, I, I, I love the idea of an unofficial expert. Like who yeah. have you had on that they go, are they like really expert? Like, do they believe they're, cause I don't believe I'm an expert, of course. I mean, some, yeah, but I mean, but I think that's what makes you an unofficial expert, right? You, you don't really know, but you think that you know what you need to, right? So we've had, sure. we had an open relationship expert, this girl that was just like, you know, her and her, they were open. We had a runaway bride expert, expert this woman who was a hot ass mess and ended up getting married and then leaving her man for her best friend, this woman she went to college with um we've had oh my god yeah. so wait so i mean that isn't that someone who just experienced it rather than an expert uh well that's why they're unofficial right like okay. we've had all expert a bald expert a blonde one uh sure you know people were like well so, talk to us tell us what happened and why you're here and then they like they think they're coming on to like actually like be an expert and then we just roast them for an hour. So. <laughs> well, th th to me, like the bald expert, like I'm like, okay, you've lived a part of your life. You have to live with it daily. That's one thing. The I left my marriage. Like sometimes the the leave my my fiance at the altar person, mm -hmm. they almost have too much pride in that story. Like that it's become like who they are. 
I mean, she was a mess and that is who she was. <laughs> it was the, she was so delusional when she told the story. It was like, sis, you know that this is wrong. She was like, he wanted the ring back. And it's like, you chatted on him. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I want the ring back. It's $10,000. Give me the ring. I'll send it to him. Yeah. You know? Well, it, it, well, a lot of us, and I mean, we're going to get to the emails and we're going to answer people. People make the, sometimes I, I get some feedback that's a little bit, I remember we did an email mm-hmm. where this, this woman's boyfriend wanted to like, she wanted to, he wanted to come on her face. That was his big dream. And then. And then that was his big dream. I guess that, that was, was his fantasy. Medium sized dream. <laughs> medium, very medium. It's a that is he didn't go for the quarter more for the large. So <laughs> so but but I kind of came down on her a little bit because I was like she was saying that it felt um it, it, I I'm not I'm not quoting this correctly but it did it felt like he was uh uh, it was mean. It was uh, demeaning. Okay, demeaning. Okay, in, in that way, and I and I kind of and and then she was like, "But I want to fulfill his sexual desires," and I was like, "And the point of the email was when you write the email, you write yourself as the hero, you know." And it's the same as this woman saying, "Can you believe she wants the ring back?" And sometimes the emails, you look at them and you go, "Well, we have to let you know that." your message is mixed. Like when you say, I don't want to be demeaned, which is fine. That's how you feel. But then you go, well, I want to fulfill all of his desires. That's, you're kind of at odds with yourself. So like a lot of times when you, when these people, I'm sure they come on your show, they're like, well, I'm the star of the show. It's like, no, you're, you're the, you're kind of the villain here. Yes. You're the star. You're the Ursula here. (laughs) Yes. that's got to be interesting. To, did, the, did she understand that or no? Uh, no, because we talked about it on like the episode was so messy and so juicy that we like did a Patreon on it. OK. And, then, you know, Sydney and I, we host comedy at the knit. Mm-hmm. So that's this- also a fantastic show. If anyone is in New York City, yes. I've done it. It's a blast. What I would say about this show um, and this isn't like a comedy specific show podcast but i know that a lot of people if you live in new york city you want to do something cool you immediately feel cool when you go to comedy at the knit it's a sunday show it's free it's busy uh the drinks are always the music is good yeah it's one of those things that if you're like i want to do something new york city-ish go to comedy at the Knit. it's every sunday night and marie and sydney host it and it's fantastic so that's a plug please go see that show i mean i forgot that i hosted that that's how long (laughs) since since when we come back i know so stay tuned for season two um (laughs) anyway so she shows up this one we haven't seen her in maybe she's done the the podcast like a year and a half ago we hadn't seen her she shows up at the knit sydney bumps into her at the bathroom sydney's like hey girl and she's sydney tries to hug her and she's like no she was like, you guys dragged me on your podcast. You made me hey. sound dumb and love, like all this stuff. And she was like, now she's the victim. That's her being the hero in the movie again. Yes. Yes. This is her. This is her uh, like the struggle she has to overcome or whatever. Sure. <laughs> I came to support black women and we were like, ah, ah, uh, here we go. But she shows up. She like yells at Sydney in the bathroom and then she sits in the front row. And Sydney was like, nah, we got to get her out of here. Like, we, she's got to go. How dare you 
show up and then sit in the front. This is hilarious. So you had taped the podcast with her. Yes. She didn't. She realized she's not the star. She realizes she's the Ursula, as you yes. put it. And yes. then she shows up to your comedy show, makes yes. a scene in the bathroom, and then plops herself as a miserable shit pie in the front row. And you know how the seats at the knit are. There's like five seats in the front. She's right yeah. dead center in the front. I know that seat because there there's always someone in that front row who wants to be in that front row. There's they want to like the, I know exactly the chair. Like yeah. I know yeah. yeah. First chair, first first seat, first chair. Yeah. Right? Like um, but anybody that goes to a comedy show and sits right in the front row, it's a little something off about that person. There's something they, uh, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to go on the the carnival ride a little bit. Yes, they they want to maybe be dragged. They maybe want to be roasted, or they think they're funny and they can add something to it. And it's like, sure, no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Row people are okay, but first row people, <laughs> something, they're like ticky ticky boom, you know. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah. what happened? So uh, I didn't know all this stuff was happening in the bathroom. I got up on stage to start the show. I'm like, what's up, guys? I, Sydney comes in. She's like, no, get off, the, get off the stage. No. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, what? What happened? And you know, Sydney, she's nice. So yeah. for me to be up there like trying to start the show and she's like, no. And I come down and she's like, we can't start until that girl is gone. And I was like, oh, I didn't even recognize our... Messy-ass runaway bride. <laughs> so we had to get her, like, escorted out. And she was like, I came from so far. I came to support black women. And we are like... What's her background, if you don't mind me? She's black, too. Uh, okay. Uh, so, I want to say, but... You, you know. I, I know, but it, it is hilarious that she's <laughs> like, let me put up my social justice shield. Yeah, you know? <laughs> she's not a Karen, but, you know... <laughs> She's like Keanu's, you know, like it was like, <laughs> you gotta go. And she was with her friend who had just got drinks. So you had gone on stage. Sydney goes, get off stage. We have to take care. We can't start the show until she's gone. This is, I, I do love you and Sydney together. And I, I'm sure you hear this all the time. Like that is such like a friend move. Like such, like, like to be like, no, you're, get off. Like yeah. it, it is, that is such like a move that only two good friends yeah. could really pull off in a show. Like a, a comedy show start, the, it's awkward to start a comedy show. Because anybody else that does that, they're like, man, get out of here. Like I'm, I'm yeah. doing, I'm at work. You just, yeah. <laughs> right. You'll, you'll see me in 10 to 12 minutes when I'm done. But the way that she was acting, I'm like, well, what, what happened? Did someone grab her titties in the bathroom? Like, what happened? I, I I love this. So everyone, I I mean, now I have to go listen. I'm gonna go listen to the episode. Broadway bride expert and this delusional, delusional woman. Um, it, was it? Was there other ones that? Uh, give me some other experts that we can push people to. Um. Okay. The wait. bald one was the bald guy mad. No, but he told us a story about because he started going bald when he was like 18 or something like that. Yeah, so that's tough. Tried- yeah, so he tried like uh, like plugs. He got like a little toupee. He got like a lace front. Wait, come on. Stuff. Yes, because he started to go bald. So he was like, well, how do I not be bald? And he got sure. like, this, like rug things sewn on that like. Oh, my God. Filled off. I don't know. It was- Everyone needs to be watching this episode on YouTube to watch how Marie just took her hand you to know? imitate. 
No, like, you know, when you open a can of like beans or tuna and you like go around <laughs> it and you peel it back, like that's, but you know what, I, like you peel it back and it, uh, it's, you know, like a, home uh, cat, a homeless cat cartoon hat. Yeah, I, I know exactly. Just flopping up. I, 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 you've, you've made the picture come together very well. So I, I want everyone, if you listen to this, you're going to love Unofficial Expert. Go, what days do you come out? Uh, Fridays. Uh, the episode that just came out, um, when does your, when does your podcast come out? This will come out. We're, we're, go, we're, I'm, a, I'm ahead, but this will come on Tuesday, Mondays and Thursdays now. Oh, you do it. You do a bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. We're we're on top of this. I was I was Monday through Friday through the quarantine. I went to daily. That's why I had so much stuff on social media. I was always pushing. Oh yeah, you're out there. You got a lot of followers. You got content. I'm like, oh, you doing charcuterie board reviews? Take <laughs> advice. And you doing TikToks now? I, I listen. I love. Are you on TikTok? I gotta follow you. I joined it, and then I was like, this is. The kids are so young. I, the dancing is it, the same. It, it's, you got to fix, what I've been telling people, someone asked me about TikTok and I was like, I got to figure out how I can be funny on there. And I think that's like for all of us where we're like always constantly like putting stuff out or trying to do stuff. It's just good. like I'm trying to mess around with it right now. Like it's a little bit of a rough draft, but I'm now I'm having fun. Like yeah. now I'm yeah. like fully enjoying myself but yeah, you're doing like funny videos on there you're not like doing like the savage dance no well <laughs> i tried it didn't go well and i was like i this isn't the road i should be taking so listen ever everyone go follow uh marie right now um at reezy on instagram at miss reezy on twitter i'll be pushing her out on my social media go follow go support so so funny i love watching marie on stage you had a great video from comedy central that went up i love that video so go 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 uh let's you ready to do some emails yeah let's do some emails j train what's that i didn't mean i just i want to tell you that i drank a little bit of like thc tea like so like i'm ready to help people now. You're zenned out. You're ready to go. I'm prepared. Let's do it. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. About to ghost? That's the email. Okay. Last month, I met a guy on Hinge. We hit it off quickly, exchanged numbers, learned that he works at an oil rig, so he's at work on the ocean for a month and home for a month. So for all of that month, we, all we could do was text and FaceTime, which we did consistently pretty much every day. I was very excited to finally meet and had breakfast before both going out of town for the 4th. We went, it went well. So they had breakfast before the 4th of July weekend. Had a second date the following week. It was even better. We slept together. Usually second date would be too soon for me, but since we had been talking for so long, I felt comfortable. Then I felt like the communication suddenly started to slow. My brother says I'm crazy and no one will talk every day, but since that's how it started, it feels like it's a bad sign that after I sleep with him, suddenly we don't talk as much. He texted me two days after mentioning wanting to see me again, but no plans. A few more days went by, and I reached out to see how his week was going. He went out of town again, and it was just meh. 
Not much of a conversation. No idea when he'll be back. No mention of getting together before he goes back to work. You always say when we write our emails, we end up answering our own questions. And I do see how now that maybe I'm crazy, but would love a guy's perspective on communication and the situation. I just feel as it is as it's happened before that the communication is slowly dropping off and leading to an ultimate ghosting. And I know I shouldn't take it personally, but man, I feel a bit used if that's what's happening. If I'm crazy, please be kind. Obviously, I'm coming off totally insecure, but maybe I need to be punched in the face with that. Keep doing what you're doing. The show brings me so much. So, uh, Marie, what do you? How do you feel about this email? Do you have any thoughts, initial feelings? What do you think? Ah, uh, I mean, it's a lot to unpack here, right? She thinks she is yeah. like a boat ghost. She. <laughs> boat ghost. He went out to sea and just never came back. <laughs> on, a, on like a very like foggy day, and he just <laughs> never came back. Well, I do, I do call this, and this does seem not, not to interrupt, but I, I, I do have. There's such a thing called a ghosting, but the foggy imagery you just gave. There's such a thing as like the slowly fading out of view. Yes. 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 You know, I, and this kind of feels like that where he he had sex and he's like just like easing into the background a little. Right. Have you ever had a situation like this? <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, no, but I think as women, we will like question because I'm one of these people like I'm not a very emotional person. I'm not like a relationship person. Mm -hmm. I don't want to seem too needy. I don't want to seem too clingy. I kind of just do my own thing because mm -hmm. I don't know. But sometimes we'll start to send a text and be like, oh, is that going to be too much? And then we won't send that message. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we'll, we'll think about somebody and, and start to, well, I should call them. Or I should, but you, you don't want to seem too needy. So I thought that this person maybe wasn't reaching out to him for the same reason. But it, she said that she did message him and he kind of was like, Eh. Meh. Yeah. yeah. So what is the question? She wants to know if he's well, I guess like the first thing is she says, if I'm being crazy, please be kind. Let's start at she's not being crazy at all. No, like, I, 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 I think what you're saying kind of relates to that where like, I don't want to be too much. I don't want to like call someone out before I have the right to call them out. And I would say to her, there's no craziness in this email. No. The way it happened, what I would say to her, the craziness is in the reality of 2020 and dating. The craziness yeah. is that they spent a month talking every day. So yeah. it felt it felt like she knew this person more than she did. She says, I had sex on the second date because I felt comfortable. It's not something I normally would do. The thing is, this guy would have had sex with you five minutes after meeting on Hinge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, he has a face? Oh, yeah. Damn. Right? right? So, like, the idea that they spent a month talking every day when he was on a, sh you know, she says he spends a month on a ship or on a an oil rig out to sea. Yeah, it, it, this type of guy, I, and I, I know this sounds more calculated. I can sound more calculated than maybe he was doing. I know it feels, it might feel bad for her to hear. But like this guy comes to port, 
picks up as many hinge people as possible. Right, right, right. Goes out to sea, builds trust with as many of them as he can because you can talk on the phone every day with multiple people. Right, especially when you're sitting on a on a boat in the middle of the ocean. With and, nothing else to do. And no one on land has anything to do either. Yeah. So and all we're doing is talking to each other and facing yeah. And and so to her, this all kind of like is in normal land, and that's hit. She's like in normal land in his version of normal. So like, I I think the the issue with this situation is that you're not crazy, but you, um, you guys interacted in kind of a crazy way. If you meet someone on Hinge, I would want to meet them quickly. Like, if you go for a month, you start writing out your own script. You start getting carried away. That's only human. A month is too long. Listen, I, listen, I was on Hinge. I was on, I'm on Tinder, all these apps. Mm-hmm. But I suck at them because I, like, if I'm not, after, like, the third or fourth message, like, what? Well, what that, that, but that's probably a better attitude on these apps than to say, like, well, we've been talking for a month. Now it's time to get together. It's like, no, you Dude, I could text with people. I have there are people like I, like I I have text relationships with people like friends. Yes, and never see them. Yes, <laughs> you know, and like when we're together, the you know the relationship isn't what the text relationship is. No, I mean we we all have. I think I I'm not the only person that has this, but like you'll start a text conversation with somebody and then like wake up three days later and answer a text that they sent you a week. Of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, one yeah. so the fact that he was talking to her every day and he's FaceTiming her every day when he's there. And then when he comes back to, to port, he's yeah. like available. It's like, yeah, because texting is not for conversations. If you want to really talk to somebody, you pick up the phone and you call them. Yeah. And, and, and like, even if you're quick, even if, yeah, even if you're talking to them over the phone, that's even a level below like being in person with someone. Like yes. being in person with someone takes um, investment of time, effort, and you can't be with someone else. When you're on the phone, you can always be with someone else. Yeah, because I can be on FaceTime with you and be texting on my phone at the same time. And be on DM and be on Twitter yeah. and be, yeah. So, yeah, I, so somebody, good morning, beautiful, while I'm on FaceTime with you. Like, to, yeah. To, so, to me, if I'm this woman, I, I think um, what you said is very true. The idea of being too much. I think you, this woman needs to send him a text kind of ending this with him. Right. Like, I think she has to let him know, hey, we had. I would let him know that I'm disappointed. We had sex, and I was happy when we did. But then your vibe totally changed. Literally the next day, it's almost cliche how quickly you changed. The minute the you know the 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 man came out of your body is the minute that I was left behind. And it's like, okay, we're either gonna go on dates or we're not. But can you just give me an upfront answer? And because he'll let this go forever, he'll be, you know, because he's at sea, he'll keep, this is him keeping you as an option, just being nice enough. Yeah. But like, see the, the, the advice that you have, that's why I like your <laughs> watching your videos. Cause it's always like the adult version of what I would do. Or the <laughs> what would you do? I would text him and be like, did you die? That's it. Did you die? And then <laughs> he would be like, no, I'm still alive. And I'd be like, well, that's hilarious. Cause 
I haven't seen you or heard from you since we had sex. Well, well, I I love that advice. I'm on. I think your what you said is a better way to go about it. Yeah. Like I because if did you die is it's it's almost like I notice, but I'm better than this. Like I think there's a certain confidence in that text, and I I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, just uh, text him, ask him if he died, and if he responds, the, like, cool, you dead to me now. You know what I mean? <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Marie Faustin. Go go follow right now at Reezy on Instagram. Unofficial expert every Friday. Let's do. Dating before divorce is finalized. Okay, greedy. <laughs> Love the podcast. Daily episodes have been getting me through quarantine. I miss them, so thank you. Here's my question. When and how do I tell dates that I'm actually still married? I'm 33, was married for two years. We separated in January, filed for divorce immediately. We don't have kids, haven't even spoken, texted, seen each other in six months. COVID put everything to a halt because we don't agree on the terms of settlement, so this might take some time before the divorce is finalized. Emotionally, mentally, I am so completely single. I've been on the apps and enjoy getting to know some new guys, but I'm always super nervous about the divorce coming up in conversation. I don't want to hide it or be secretive, but I never know how to mention it. Do you think the fact that I've been married and technically am still married is a deal breaker for some guys? When is the right time to tell them? Appreciate your advice. Thank you for all the laughs. Marie, what do you think? Ah, uh, sis, this is not a deal breaker. Men don't even care if you don't have one of your legs. <laughs> this is this is nothing like just yeah. it doesn't need to be on the profile divorce sure. separators are still married it just you know you, uh, when you're ready to tell somebody you tell somebody but it doesn't need to be flashing lights on your profile yeah and i think any guy you meet their first instinct is like how when do we start fucking right you know like that that as as sad and gross as that sounds there it's not that is the reality it is I, I met this girl, especially on a dating app. Right. You're swiping with literally your penis. You're like just. <laughs> <laughs> Tip of your dick is on the phone swiping. Right, left, right, left. And it's purely sexual. There's no thought. Like that's why like, you know, when I look at, we do dating app makeovers on live shows mm -hmm. and you see like women are kind of like, trying to tell a whole story and men tell no story at all. So women are making an, uh, a profile for other women and men are making a profile for other men. It's, uh, it's so with the, the female profiles, they need to be more out there. And it's like for her, it's like, yeah, and I'm actually still married. It's kind of crazy. That's it. And the guy's going to go, oh, really? Um, um, cool. W w when can we go out? When can I come over? You know, it's going to be. Right, right. Also, like, I feel like any any woman on a dating app that says uh, I'm still married, a guy is like, oh, okay, they open. Like, no one is thinking she's cheating <laughs> on her husband or this is yeah. good. Nobody, men don't even read what's on the profiles. My yeah. niche says, I'm just here to get on somebody's boat. That's all that it says. It doesn't say anything else. <laughs> You're right. And, and, and I think like she's putting thought into it because she wants a guy to put thought into it. She wants to be taken as a serious contender for a relationship. But that's not I, – I would tell her her perspective's flawed. You should be seeing guys as perspective or as contenders for you, not are you a good enough contender for them. This is a okay. very – I love that. I love that. It should be like 
dude, I'm the prize. You are, you should be so lucky to be yeah. in my house. Yeah. <laughs> and this attitude. And this other guy got lucky for two years and I had to cut him loose. And right. now we're trying to figure it out and I'm trying to find a better match. I, I, I always thought like the bachelorette should be a woman who was divorced because like, <laughs> <laughs> because it, like, well, because the bachelorette, like I, I think like all the romance, the romanticism is kind of like been changed after you've been divorced. Like where you're like, okay, I did the wedding. I did the engagement party and it resulted in me being unhappy. So there's like a more like practical dater that comes out of that. Like a grizzled veteran cop that's been like, you know, <laughs> you're Olivia Benson. SV. Yes. No, but that's not true for everybody because I know people, not personally, but I know people who've been married two, three times and they have a wedding every Some people just like weddings. Some people just like weddings. And that sent a chill down every spine of every man that listens to this podcast. They're like, oh my God, she just might want a wedding, you know? Want to just give her the wedding. That's, it. <laughs> that's all she wants. She's gonna want a baby, but that's you know you gotta you gotta. That's what her. I'm gonna do for my for my girlfriend. I'm gonna just plan wedding themed dates, so like we get it out of the system, and it's like, <laughs> see, we did it, and we'll have a first dance, and then we'll sit down at like a, a Greek uh, place. Oh, her dad's gonna be there. Uh, <laughs> and how long have you guys been together? We've been together two ish years. I, I we just yeah. moved in together. In this hotel room in Baltimore, we lived together in this hotel room. Um, we, we, yeah, we, no, we moved in together mid pandemic. Oh, was it already planned? Or it was you already, pl it was already planned. This wasn't like, hey, this has been pretty cool. No, this was like, <laughs> we're, we're getting an apartment. And so I'm enjoying the, We've only ever lived together in a quarantine. So like yeah. we're, we've been together a lot, which has been yeah. fun. Like we, we do have moments where we obviously there's fights, but then there's moments where we kind of do this would make everyone listening sick where we <laughs> will have moments where we'll be like hugging and it's like we'll make fun of the fact that like we're actually having a good time together like when we shouldn't yeah. be. That's real love right there. It's when been very nice. It's been very. the hugs? Laughing at hugs and shit. Now everyone just turned this off and just jumped off a roof. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. Change is constant, and these days there is something new and unprecedented to grapple with every single day. It's a lot. You got to talk it out with someone. This is I, – I, I'm, I'm actually very excited about this new sponsor. It's called Talkspace. It's online therapy that's here to give everyone support because we all need it right now. They'll match you with a licensed therapist who you'll be able to reach out to 24-7. That's right. Whenever something is on your mind, you'll hear back five days a week. And there are other benefits to online therapy. It's affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. One month on Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-person appointment. And once you're in their network, you will have access to thousands of therapists. They have experience treating a range of issues, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, relationships, food, and more. I'll say this. Um, I think this is a fantastic sponsor, especially for the world that surrounds us today. 
A lot of us are lonely. A lot of us are being put face-to-face with issues that we never knew we had because we didn't really have time to think on them. And now you've had time to think on them, and it would be nice to air them out to someone who is a professional. And I think talk space is just I, I, I'm I'm happy they're sponsoring the podcast because I think this can help a lot of people. And you know, this podcast is built on I'm not a professional. I'm not someone who went to school for these things and I talk I'm just a friend. I'm just someone reading the emails and you know, I think a lot for a lot of people, it's hearing that I'm not shocked by what you're saying, and there's commiseration. With Talkspace, you can speak to a professional that can help you through a tough time. If it's now, if it's down the road, I'm just really excited they're a part of the show. We all need someone to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us the license support we deserve at a price we can afford just for you. My listeners get... $100 off your first month with code JTRAIN. That's a lot. That's free money, people. Get $100 off your first month with code JTRAIN. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app and use code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. To get $100 off your first month, that's JTRAIN and Talkspace.com. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com keeping our options open okay okay I wanted to get your opinion on the idea of guys and girls keeping their options open when it comes to dating here's my deal a year ago I met my best friend's fiance this is a long one ready I met my best friend's fiance's friend okay so So my best friend, her fiance, and his friend, okay, at a dinner and enjoyed his company, So and so my friend set us up. We went on one date, hung out at his apartment one other time. He We had another date set up, and he ended up canceling but continued to ask me to hang out low-key and nonstop texted me for a month, only to eventually say he's busy with work and that we need to go out again when his work settled down. I took that as a as he wasn't interested. I bumped into him a bunch of times this past year because of mutual friends and just said hello, but didn't engage too much because I felt I was somewhat rejected. A month ago, whole year after we dated, well, you went on one date, right. um, he liked my hinge picture and messaged me so we had a catch-up conversation. Turns out he just moved away from where I live for a new job, but we'll spend the year coming back and forth. Since then, it's hard not to think about if we will ever hang out again. Since the first two times we hung out, we really clicked and had fun. Part of me is excited at the potential and wants to keep this option open. However, I know you, uh, you often say if a guy is interested, then you won't be confused and he'll make an effort, etc. Right now, he doesn't even live here, so we can't physically hang out. But I wanted to know what you thought. Is it a negative thing that we are both keeping our options open? I assumed he messaged uh, me just to catch up and, is total, uh, and it's a total segue into the next time we'll see each other, friends, wedding, and October, but can I view that as a positive instead of a negative? He's just looking for an easy in. I could have asked him to catch up over the hinge conversations, uh, over the hinge conversation since he hadn't left the area. But I myself am keeping my op- options open. Looking forward to hearing from you. So, Marie, what do you think? What is the question here? Yeah, I I guess 
the question is, should she keep it up with this guy? They had, so she meets through the fiance's friend. He's the fiance's yeah. friend. Okay. They then go out and then cancellations. I'm busy, but they're still friendly to one another. Right. And then she says, um, a month ago, he liked her hinge picture and then messaged me and then they caught up. And then, so now they're like in this position of like, they're back to talking somehow. So I guess her, she's wondering, I could, uh, is it okay to like keep this in the, the wheelhouse? I don't know. I feel like I'm not good at stuff like this because I'm so, I have so much pride that like when Mm. I feel like someone is disrespecting me or slighting me or trying to play me in the in the slightest mm-hmm. i like sh- i shut it down like i you know what i mean like i'm not that i'm the yeah. opposite of this so that's him- very mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt but what you said is very interesting the the whole like she might need a little more pride right <laughs> yeah that. yeah that because you disappear and then you see, you know, my side boob on hinge or whatever. You see me looking, you know, radiant mm-hmm. and you just you. But she said he liked a picture. So when you like somebody's picture on hinge, that doesn't mean that you sent them a message. That means you liked it. And then mm-hmm. she responded with words. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's that seems to be the case. And even if that's not the case, I, I'm with you. I think this is like way more. This has way more depth than she's giving it credit. She's saying, keeping our options open. I'm keeping them open too. Don't get me wrong. And it's like a false confidence thing. Yeah, Yeah, we're both keeping our options open. But then she also writes that they clicked on two dates that they went on. And and it's like, you're remembering the good that was like this much, a minuscule amount of good to overlook like a month or however much time that passed that he didn't even acknowledge you yeah and and remembered you when he saw your profile when he's talking to other people also on that same app yeah and 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 also has this wedding coming up in october where he's like i plan on being an uh a an a sexually active man at the wedding i want so uh, what a lot of guys do and what this guy is doing Mm. is he's collecting options and he's not as invested. He's not going, man, we had some really good two dates. No. He's literally, the only thing he's saying is he probably, he wasn't thinking about you at all. And then he saw you and he was like, oh yeah, she was cool. That's it. That's all That's it. he's saying is, oh, she was cool. Sure. And then you had a conversation, which we're all having now because no one has anywhere to be. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, and I'm going to see him in October. So what happens? You're going to bang him in October and then he's going to not be in the same city as you. And you're going to distance? Like, girl. And then you're going to feel bad about it. Like, I think, like, the the idea of, like, again, this kind of goes back to, like, I, you're looking for a match. You're not looking for, like, any guy. And And for her, she's like, well, we're both keeping our options open. Well... Not really. You're getting kind of zoned in on this guy who isn't seeing it the same way as you. I I think there's like, like for her, like to me, when someone, 
when you go on a date with someone and it <laughs> ends amicably uh-huh. and then they kind of come back over the app or they run into you, that's them saying, I'd still hang out late night. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. still open a fuck. Yeah. You up? That's what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sis, you got to let this one go. And I agree with you in that she needs to have more pride because like when some, to me, that's disrespectful. You should yeah. want to hang out with me. You should see my Instagram and be like, yo, Marie, like you should be in my DMs every time I post a story. Like that's how I feel about me. And I think that that's how more women should think about themselves. Yeah. And I'm sure she has moments of that. And I'm sure like, you know, like this isn't to hammer her. Like this is like, I'm sure she like, we're, we're all guilty of moments of going, Man, was that the one? Did I not give it enough time? Did I? But it, it in this reality, he. Uh, what you said is so right. Where the only time he thought of you was when you came up on the screen. Right. If he if he thought of you, if it was out of the blue, and he was like, "Listen, I'm traveling in and out, but I've actually been thinking about our dates. Let's get drinks this week. I'm back in town." That's yeah. a totally different scenario yes. than you came on a screen. And yeah. he was like, wow. It, to me, it's the same as like uh, we talked about TikTok in the beginning. When you scroll TikTok, it's just like chick dancing, chick dancing, chick dancing. Every few chicks, you go, who's this chick? And you look into it a little more. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like, like, I wasn't a fan of theirs. I was just like, who's it? Oh, shit. She popped up on my screen. Yeah. And I, so I think that that's probably the best way to look at this is realistically he wasn't thinking about you sis and he's still not thinking about you to the to the degree that you're thinking about him now and writing emails about it yeah so, you don't uh, yeah. go ahead i'm sorry what was that so she's got to let this one go he's already gone do you want to marry someone who said who if they gave their wedding speech or whatever speech they would give at a wedding said i knew that she was the one when she popped up on my screen for the fifth time. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't want that. Man, that can't be. Listen, ladies, think about the story you're going to tell your grandkids about how you met your, your husband. This can't be the story. This, this can't, can't be. We are sponsor people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. As the weather warms up, Rothy's is here to brighten your day with comfortable, washable, and sustainable products. You've heard about them. They make stylish and sustainable shoes and bags. They're carefully crafted with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. It's no surprise that Rothy's best-selling shoe... The Point in Black has over 3,000 near-perfect reviews. I gotta say, I got these shoes from my mom, and... What I love uh, about what she says about these shoes, and it makes sense to me, is she's like, I never have to think if I'm in the right shoes. And I think that's an important thing. The in-between shoes, the ones where it's like, ah, what do I do? It's, it's not a sneaker. It's not, a, it's not my, you know, my crazy nice shoes that I you know, spent a fortune on. What do I do in those in-between phases? What do I do to look right leaving the house? That's where Rothy's comes in. Rothy's is going to get you there, baby. Rothy's comes in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. Rothy's are available in a range of styles. That's the thing. You're going to find a style that goes with your lifestyle. 
That's really important. Rothy shoes are seamlessly knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. So they're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. That's right. There's zero break-in period. Vogue calls Rothy's a personal obsession. And Health says they're the most comfortable shoes on earth. Plus, Rothy's always comes with free shipping and returns. That's right. Rothy's has kept over 50 million single-use plastic water bottles, or plastic bottles, I should say. It doesn't have to be water. Out of landfills and transform them into their signature thread, which is then knit into beautiful, sustainable products. I love that. So you're doing something good for the world, and you're also looking good while doing it. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags right now at rothys.com slash jtrade. Go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash J-Train. Style and sustainability, these are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash J-Train today and slip into something you'll feel good about. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. Marie Faustin, we got at Reezy, at Reezy, unofficial expert every Friday Go follow. Go get involved with our podcast. We're, we're crushing these emails. We, you ready for more? We're knocking them down. I, I love it. We're knocking them down. I love it. Um, let's do. What's the help crazy, me. What's the craziest message that you've ever got? Do you like? They're all over the board. I mean, we get every everything. I I we get a ton of dating ones, but I like some of the ones that aren't about dating when they're about like friendships. Yeah. And like the 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 weirdness that goes on with like someone that, you know, like there was one where a while back that was about like traveling and like one friend was a cheap traveler and one yeah. friend wanted to spend some money and I'm like those to me are very juicy cuz I I love that how that dynamic works out. I mean, this is um, this is a little bit longer. Um, help me, LOL. Sincerely, long dates, short outcomes. Okay, that means uh, micro penises. <laughs> we're about to find out. There are pictures attached. Okay. Um, loyal, longtime listener over here. I love your takes on all things dating, so I figured I would write in. Uh, writing in would be best. I got out of a year and a half relationship around two years ago. I am definitely ready for something long term, not hung up on him, and no contact since the breakup. I have been on a bunch of dating apps, uh, been on a bunch of dates, but feel nothing has been working out. I match and talk for a respectable amount of time on the app around two to three days if I feel a connection. Before giving out my, my number, I try and meet up with a guy within one to two weeks of starting uh, talking so I feel comfortable enough on the date where I know uh, where, uh, on the date where I know you but still have room to get to know you more. Okay, sounds right. Typically, I go on what two to three dates with a guy, and then it fades to nothing. I'd say 50-50 split my doing and their doing. So she's seems like she's what she's saying to us is she's doing all the right things. My friends joke that my dates last a while, and I just think it's normal. I'm in a profession where I talk a lot, speech pathologist. I enjoy meeting new people and enjoy small talk weird I know. I have been, no, been on around 20 dates since my breakup. My shortest first date has probably been three hours, and the average would be five to seven hours. After a few hours, I always give them a way out where it doesn't come off as uh, I'm not interested, but if they're not interested, it would be no hard feelings. For example, on my last date, we hung out at the beach to watch the sunset. It was already three hours in, 
And I looked at the clock and was like, I know you have a long day tomorrow. I totally understand if we need to go, but I'd love to stay longer as well. No pressure. To which they uh, always say, no, I really want to hang out more. And we stayed two more hours until I finally made made moves to end it. I'm confused about the fact that my dates go on for such a long time, but nothing progresses into something serious. I'm ready for a relationship, and I always get a feel if the guy wants that or just a hookup before the date to even see if we should meet up since I'm not looking for just a hookup. I'm known in my friend group to be pretty laid back, fun. I have a good job and guys always compliment my looks. I'm not a picky person looks wise. I'm not looking for someone out of my league. I actually like to date down. I just don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Should I, should I do things differently? Dating in general is hard, but dating in quarantine seems near impossible. Any and all advice would be helpful. I attach my bio, a convo after we met and the last guy bio is reference. I, I don't think... Okay, um, all file. What? What do you think? First of all, dating down is unacceptable uh, for any woman. I think you should date up, sis. Um, sure. But like, and she's she's very cute. I'm. I mean, she's we'll beautiful. Her, she we'll play her in a movie. Um, I want to forward. It. I'm going to forward you the email. Okay. Because I want to send it to you right now. But go on with what you were talking about because. I think that's a big part of this email is like that one line says it all. I, I prefer to date down. Yeah. Like, like, I don't understand. I guess looks wise is what she was saying. Okay. So what she thinks ugly people are going to be nicer to her or they're going to be a better match for her or her ex was too hot. I'm confused as to why that is her. Like, cause everything else seems so, methodical and precise right like yeah she has a formula for how much she talks and when she meets and how many dates and then she throws in that i you i prefer to date down and it's like but you put in all this work in what are, what are they putting into it yeah it, it is interesting that she like has made this whole thing mathematical like the the yeah. numbers that she remembers is like even if they're approximates I would not even be able to put an approximation together. Well, I, I was like, okay, PEMDAS. Like, everything she was <laughs> like, I was like, okay, uh huh, okay. It was, I, it was like that meme with the formulas that's like swirling around that lady's face. And she's trying absolutely, to- absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's like the way she's so meticulous about, I'm going on this, I'm going, it doesn't seem like she's having fun dating. Like, uh- so when you are out with somebody and you say you can go whenever you want, that makes it seem like to them you don't want them to be there, right? Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't seem like you're having the best of times. And there's a couple things that I just want to address with that. These guys, whether they're the, she's like I, I don't go out with guys who are just looking to hook up. I think I'm good at seeking that out. These guys are sticking around on these dates to hook up. Like, these guys will stay there. It's like a dog where you're eating dinner at the table. The dog will wait under the table until the dinner is over. So, (laughs) like, the idea that, like, I don't know, we go on these long dates. How how could they not take me seriously? A long date does not mean that a guy takes you more seriously. It means that he waited longer to fuck. Like, I... She said they average five to seven hours. What is she doing on these dates? Yeah, and and do you have any taste? That's the thing. And and I'm not saying she has no taste. I'm saying 
are you going on dates with anyone for five to seven hours? Like, I know you're doing a lot of work, background work to make sure you want to be on the date, but just because you're on the date doesn't mean it's a good date. So like, right, right. Just because you're on the date doesn't mean that it's a good date. But also, and it's also, I think there's such thing as a date that's too long. Sis, like realistically, you got to make people miss you a little bit, right? You got to yeah. keep wanting more. You got to, I, I prefer to be mysterious. I'd rather be kind of like cool and off to the side and like let them seek you out. But if it's every time you, she's going on two or three dates with one mm. guy at a time and they're all five hour dates, you spend 15 hours with somebody. That you don't even know, that you don't even like, that you're, you're looking for someone to add value to your life, but like how much value could these people have without knowing each other? I, I always gave the advice that every first date should be, uh, I call it the hourglass advice. Hmm. You get one bottle of wine to split. At the end of the bottle, the date's over. Okay. That's and how then, well, I, and then, but also at the end of the bottle, you can like be like, hey, should we do another? And then when you do another, you go, okay, doing another, it gives you an out. I, I think like the, the, out, the sunset being your out is not enough of an out. Also, <laughs> like, what time did they get there? At 2 p.m.? Like what? I, the sun goes down in the summer at 9. Like, so yeah. just watching the sun, the, the sky change colors for hours on the beach while he's probably burning on a towel like yeah yeah it doesn't it it's i i forwarded you the email did you get it she's very uh, cute i i i see no issues it's saying i need to request access oh don't request access i, yeah. I mine had attachments but they're not that important i i just think she's very cute i don't think i think she has to be more okay with like leaving a boring date like yeah yeah well and that's but that's the best part about living in 2020 like literally you could just mm. leave if you want to like leave it staying on a date just to see if it gets better is a waste of an outfit and it's a waste of time jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com i couldn't say that any better my i think you're absolutely right let's <laughs> right. do Let's do one more email. I got a dude email. Does that sound good? Yeah, let's do a guy. I want to see what uh, what they messaging you about. Uh, it's This is hilarious because I think this is the perfect male email. Everyone go follow Marie at Reezy, at Miss Reezy on Twitter, at Reezy on Instagram, unofficial expert. Go follow. Go, go, go right now. She's hilarious. You're going to love her. Uh, killing these emails. So happy to have you on. I only know this girl through social media. How do I ask her out? <laughs> like isn't that the most male <laughs> these women are sending attachments they're sending formulas they're sending you like their their birth time and their birth chart this dude is like i like her what do i say how do i slide <laughs> in the dms <laughs> i love it so much and yeah they're like am i enough and he's like i'm enough <laughs> like jared Here's another feather for your nuts and a thank you for all the quarantine content you provided. Okay. I'm a single dude that's done some work on himself over the course of the last two years to improve my quality of life. I've, lo I've lost over 100 pounds. Yes. 
Good for you and really taking care of myself mentally. I've been doing the dating app thing and gotten really gotten pretty confident with asking girls out that I would have previously been intimidated by. At the beginning of the year, I managed to ask out a girl I had only known through Instagram. I DM'd her, told her that she seemed like the person, she seemed like someone worth getting to know and invited her to do a happy hour. She was into it. We dated for about three months before COVID split us up. There's now another girl that I would like to try and ask out that I also only know from IG. We work in the same industry in a relatively small town, but I have never met each other before. I know she's single as of May, but she rarely... It's funny when like you cross the line from like she seemed cute on Instagram to she's been single since May fifteenth. You know, like (laughs) (laughs) there's a subtle line crossing of like uh, yeah, but I I get it. I know she's single as of May, but she rarely posts pics stories, so I don't have anything recent to try and comment or start a conversation about. Also, we're obviously still in quarantine, so I can't just randomly ask her to a happy hour like I did for the previous girl. We have DM'd in the past, but uh, we have DM'd in the past, but not in the last year, and we never really had a co- had conversations. Mostly just reacts or reacts or jokes about each other's stories. Is there a good strategy for DMing someone I've never met before in a pandemic? Should I just ask her out like I did the first girl, or try and start a conversation uh, and build it from out out from there? Or should I just trust that if she's into it, she'll say yes no matter what the approach? What do you think? Well, did he say what state he's in? What city? He didn't give the state. Um, but, yeah. I'm only asking because, like, what is going out during the quarantine mean? It depends on where you're at. Like, New York is in phase three. Mm-hmm. I can go sit on a dirty sidewalk and, and eat food with somebody. Absolutely. But if you're in a state that's closed, what are you doing? A social distance walk? I guess a walk, a park. I mean, that last girl with the sunset and getting the sunburn like for 8,000 hours, um, that would be a version of it. I I understand what you're saying. I, I think where he's going to go will come, but would you be in any way, how would you want to be approached over DM? Or would you? Would you not? Um, people don't slide in my DMs. I've been told that I'm intimidating, which is... Come on. (laughs) Me? Really? Intimidating? Yeah. Well, no, I I can't believe you don't get DM slides. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so far and few between. Sometimes I get on Instagram and I'm like, am I ugly? And then I'm like, no. No. I'm just (laughs) me. (laughs) I'm just your mean friend. Um... But they've already talked. So, and they've already talked. She's not yeah. really posting that often. It could be something as simple as, hey, miss you on here. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen you on here in a while. You must be too busy for Instagram during the quarantine or something like kind of sure. jokey and familiar. Well, I do understand his problem is the problem of her not posting or not posting for a while is like he wants to ask her out and he has no. He basically has to say, I thought of someone I've never met before because I thought they were hot on Instagram. He kind of has to admit to that. Yes. Like if she had a story that was funny and he was like, ha ha. Also, if you're up for a drink sometime, would love to do a drink. That's a that's an easy set. Ha ha can segue into that because it's like, oh, your post made me think that we would be a connection. Because she's radio silent, it's there's no jumping off point. 
oh, you know what a jumping off point could be? He could send her a different because she's still on Instagram, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just not posting. So it could be like, you know, you could like share somebody's story or share a post with somebody. You know, like it could mm-hmm. be something as simple as that. If they're in the same industry, is that is that what he said? They're in the same industry? Yeah, he did say that. That's a that's a good way to go. It could be something like that. Yeah, something like industry related. But I, I think the, the, the sad reality mm. and the reality, not the sad reality, that could be the happy reality. Mm-hmm. If she's, if she seems, sees value in going out with you, she will go out with you, no matter how the approach is. Right. So, and, and that's within reason of being nice and being appropriate. So, my advice to this guy who lost a hundred pounds and 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 has this confidence and has been working on himself and I love that, mm-hmm. but you get one shot and then you gotta back away. Yes. Don't you take one? Hey, you came to mind the other day. You don't even have to explain that. You came to mind the other day. I'm single. I thought I'd put myself out there and say I'd love to get a drink sometime if you're ever up for it. And then you're, but totally understand if that's not, if, if you're not really in that space. Yeah. Totally, and, and, and you say that, but don't do the thing where you're like, oh, she didn't see my Instagram because she's not on Instagram. No, no, no. She's on it. She saw it. She ignored you. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's okay to swing and miss. I, I think it's, it's okay to like send a DM. I think it's okay to be like a little, you know, self-aware. Hey, I know this is out of the blue. You came to mind the other day. I always and I always I think you're very uh, cute. Wanted to say what's up. If you're up for a social distance walk or date, yeah. I would love to do that. That is that is an opening and closing, and you let someone off the hook. But I I know that vibe of newly found confident guy. I've been that guy. <laughs> you know where you're like newly found confident guy. Yeah, a newly found confident guy is a dangerous. It's a dangerous mind thing because yeah. you're like, who is she? You know, there's a. It's just. It's a. It can be a bad mix. So I'm warning him. I'm not saying he's that guy, but I'm warning him against it because I've been that guy where I'm like, yeah, I fit well in my pants. Time to talk to chicks, and it's like, no, 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 relax, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because one wrong, one no, one wrong uh, interaction, and that newly found confident guy is back to not really that confident guy. Exactly. Right? And and I feel like, like I, you know, it's 2020. Women are approaching men these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really do that. That's not really my ministry. But I understand how hard it is to approach somebody sometimes, right? Oh, my God. Like in real life and on like your phone. But the cool thing about his situation is they've never met. And yeah. we're all stuck in the house. So even if she doesn't respond or she shuts him down or she says no, he doesn't have to risk seeing her again. Yeah. And, and also she's saying no because, and let's change the narrative a little bit. She's not saying, ew, gross, you. Yes. She's saying this proposition doesn't have value to my life. And it's that's not a personal thing. That's I'm seeing someone else or this isn't, how I meet people or how I want to meet people or I don't see the vibe here. And that's okay too. And I think you have to keep that in mind. As simple as she's not ready, right? He said that she's single as of May. Yeah. I forgot about, I forgot about his his, his character profile, his Insta stalking he had done. Yeah. She like, she could just not be ready. Sure. 
Yeah, and yeah, and maybe that maybe the, her message to you comes back a year from now, and she goes, "You know, you came to my mind now too." Not Dang. to say that's going to happen, but who knows? Now we're playing phone tag on Instagram. Oh, I didn't see your call. I'm here now. He's married. He's got six kids by then. You know, whatever. Yeah. He's like, Cheats yeah. on his family, starts a new life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still up for that walk. <laughs> he walks right out of his house. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, kids. Uh, Marie, this is fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. You're so great at this. This is like I feel like maybe I'm going to send you my questions. Please. <laughs> <laughs> that's v- way too nice i want everyone everyone to go follow marie at reezy on instagram at miss reezy on twitter marie faustin unofficial expert she co-hosted with cindy washington people love that episode too uh go listen unofficial expert thank you so much for coming on this was fantastic oh, i had such a good time a pledge i'm jared freed we're here mondays and thursdays keep telling your friends keep telling your coworkers. um i also Patreon. I'm doing Patreon. Go join. I'm putting out Luxury Lounge every Wednesday. I'm doing one additional email every Friday. I do a longer email I wouldn't do on the show. So every Friday and Wednesday and Sunday, I do Coffee with J-Train. Those are three additional podcasts a week for five bucks a month. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We'll be back next episode. Boom.